Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Parent Stuff Podcast. My name is Blake. I'm the middle school pastor at the Simple Church. And I'm Jonah. I'm the high school pastor. So once a month, what we've been doing is taking over for the Parent Podcast, but I don't know. Did we have one last month, Blake? Uh, I'm going to say yes, but I really don't think we did. I don't think so either. But anyway, so we're just getting back into it now because life has been crazy in the student ministry. It has. We've been doing a bunch of stuff every single week. We've been staying busy. Just because COVID is still out there does not mean we are going to be still. You know, speaking of COVID, I know we've actually been having a COVID kind of theme in the parent podcast. And yes. And it seems like you might get tired of talking about it, but... I thought we would bring it to perspective today from the high school ministry and the middle school ministry about kind of like the paths that we kind of walked as a ministry as a whole through that COVID and see what happened with us. Personally, I don't know about you. I'm tired of hearing about it on the news. I'm tired of like seeing it. So I think it is important rather than just get bogged down on what could happen, what's going on. I think it's, it's cool to look back and come to the idea that how we've come really, really far, really. Yeah, it kind of like pushed us out of our comfort zone. Like, yeah. a simple church is already a church that pushes you out of your comfort zone. Right. But we learned so much during COVID, and so we kind of wanted to walk through our journey of how we kind of discovered some things and worked through some things, some of the mistakes, and we'll mention some huge flops that we had yeah. that we thought were going to be so great, and then they just, well, weren't. Um, like, one of the flops we had is, I even forgot to even write it down, was like, we had a homework hangout. We were like, you know what? Oh, All gosh. these students need to work on their homework and like all these students like are need help on their homework so why not like once a week have a time where they can come to the office and if y'all want to like work on homework together and hang out we'll have some snacks and we have some tutors and we did that in our very first time no one it was a good idea on paper but an execution that was a belly flop yeah yeah anyway so well, there's a lot that happened over code so we wanted to start at the beginning and kind of work through like where like where were you? What was it like happening around y'all's ministry whenever COVID really kind of starts? Well, our area? let's see. When did it? It was. It started like spring break, twenty nineteen, right? Does that sound right? Was that twenty nineteen? Was that right? I think it's twenty twenty. It had to be twenty twenty because Good night. our series was twenty twenty vision. That's right. And our vision did not include a global pandemic. Yeah, but we that's found out we needed better glasses. Yeah, that's what we got. Yeah. So uh, at the time, I remember I wasn't even the middle school guy yet. I was still oh, an intern dang. for Evan. Yeah. So really, I've only ever done uh, COVID church. <laughs> that's a really interesting thing. So instead of being pushed out of your comfort zone, you were just literally trying to get your legs this is under what I was you born in, in the most People, awesome time. Yeah, I came up like as a student in church and everybody was like, you know, it's really an easy job. Like, you just get to have fun with students and, like, do stuff you'd want to do anyways. And then I was like, sure. I'll do, like, Justin and John were like, so you want to be a part of that, right? And I was like, yeah. And then COVID hit. And they are like, okay, here you go. Now do it. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Good luck. Yeah. I don't know. For us, we had just gone on a spring break canoe trip. That was absolutely probably, well, let's talking about, speaking of flops, I was like, spring, it's nice, it's weather is good, and spring break canoe trip was the absolute worst. Like, we yeah. went, like, we spent so long preparing for it, and, like, we brought these, like, coolers. I was like, I'm smart. I'm going to put coolers in two canoes with only leaders, and so Ooh. we have some drinks, and so if one gets tipped over, we're fine. Within about, like, 20 minutes of, of canoeing, both of them flipped over, and we lost all of our drinks and had to go pick them up. It was awful. And then you've got miles and miles to canoe, and you're like, well, yes. I don't even want to get started. At we the end of it, we had groups literally stopping before we were supposed to finish and asking another canoe service to take them back. We had leaders that got hypothermia. 
oh, after boy. our canoe trip. It was, we're not going on that trip for spring break. If y'all don't know, we're just not going back on that. Yeah, you didn't quite sell that one. I'm gonna be oh, honest. man. Summer canoe trips, awesome. Spring break, it seems like you're in winter. So do you remember your last event before COVID hit? So that was it. We were that was it? So we come, came back. That was the very end of spring break. And I remember going back and being like, me and my wife took a trip down to see my parents. And okay. so that weekend. And what was funny about it is that weekend I'm there. We're going back on Saturday. On Friday, or no, on Saturday afternoon, we get a text. Or it starts going public. Everyone's like, Louisiana's shutting down. Mm-hmm. And like the church is like, well, we're not meeting. And so I called John. I'm like, yeah, John, uh, could I stay an extra day? And he's like, yeah, we're not doing anything. We're just recording a video service. And I'm like, all right. So I got to stay one extra day. But like, we're like, oh, I don't know how long this is going to last. It'll probably be over in a sec. But we thought it was going to be like a couple weeks, remember? Oh, yeah. So weird. Then it wasn't. And then fast forward to the virtual Zooms, like the meetings. Yes. I don't know about you. And parents listening, I'm sure a lot of you have been able to relate to the same thing, but Zoom staff meetings oh. are my personal hell. Yes. Like, I, I learned it when you think about it like, okay, you sit on your couch and you're on your laptop. It doesn't sound that difficult, but something about it, I was I remember sitting through a staff meeting and just being exhausted at the end. Yes, and like as you're watching some staff members like you watch it's like some of them just slowly start to fall. Like, I'm going to get more oh, comfortable. Yeah. They'll lie down on a couch sometimes, not saying not any names. Not a good but idea. Anyway, it's just like, just it's so hard. Sometimes it's hard to stay awake during, like, whenever you just like, oh, I can just wake up right before and, like, go there and my uh, just put on a pair of pants and sit down on the couch. Or I'm just sure it was the same for you and Laura. But, like, for me, I, I'm living at my grandma still. And uh, I remember, like, I'd be on my laptop in the living room. And she would, like, walk by and, like, look at me. And I'm like, hey. And I'm like, I've got my headphones on, but she's, like, doing stuff in the background. And I'm, like, self-conscious. And so I go. And I spent most of the staff meetings, like, sitting in my car so I could be like, okay, I just got to sit through this. And then you get over with it. And you're like, well, now I've got nothing to do for the rest of the day. (laughs) We'll be in a staff meeting. And I'm sitting on the couch. I thought that was a wise decision. I moved to the table later on to keep, like, more alert. But all of a sudden, like, I'm sitting on the couch. And all of a sudden, you see Marshall, our golden retriever's head, just poking in as he tries to sit in your lap. And he's a Uh, big dog. Anyway, he weighs, like, half my weight. Anyway. It wasn't all bad, though. I mean, we found, like, I remember we created a Discord, which for parents that you don't know about, this is actually an important thing for parents to know about. It's, uh... A lot of the times for your kids, if they play video games or something, and it's, it's basically like Facebook for... Like a chat group almost. Yeah, yeah, app. yeah. And so uh, we discovered this game that a lot of you will probably remember. I Some of your kids are probably still playing it. Among Us. Yes. Who knew it was going to be taken off that it bad? It blew up. And I remember it's all we did. It's all our kids wanted to do. We were trying to plan like these... Uh, thematic like okay gimme gimme something in your house and like show it to the zoom or whatever but all people wanted to do was play this freaking among us game and it was the most fun man we had zoom hangouts where what we do is we'd literally have students come on zoom and like just hang out and uh, we'll say like how's your week kind of thing and we'll have a quick devo and then afterwards we'd play a game every time and we love playing jackbox but i remember the time when i was like guys you want to try this new game that's like no one's really talked about, and they're like, "What?" Because my brother is a huge early adopter of games, right? And so he'd send it to me like he's like a middle school teacher, and he's like sent it to me like weeks before, and it's called Among Us. And so like we started playing it, and then all of a sudden, just like it's everywhere, you could take it over. There's certain students still, I think, more in middle school than high school ministry that are still like Among Us still rocks. Yeah. Sus is now permanently part of their vocabulary. 
It really, I think it's in the dictionary. <laughs> As people would call you sus, like suspect for being sneaky in the game. If you want to check it out, it's still, you know, it's probably it's a good family game. It's fun to play together. We tried it at my family, and, well, people got mad because the same people got killed over and over again by the same yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's fair. But um, so Zoom Hangouts were a lot of fun, but it kind of like started going downhill super qu- uh, super quick because there was something called Zoom fatigue, right? Yep, it's a real thing. Yeah, we looked it up beforehand. Uh, Zoom fatigue and Zoom anxiety kind of went hand in hand. It was that just exhaustion from trying to be on and you're by yourself and there's like no social interaction, but you're forced to be alert. And it's just this weird psychological thing that just doesn't work. And uh, man, people we saw, were sick of Zoom. Yeah, we had like, fast. we saw like, we started, I think our highest one we had was like, and this is like low for us generally, is that we had like 30 students on a Zoom hangout at one point. Yeah. But at the very end, I think we were averaging like six because people just like, I don't want to be on another Zoom call. Like, to, to our benefit, like, before we started Zoom Hangouts before schools started being like, oh, let's go on Zoom, like, mm-hmm. before it became so awful. But and even then, like, we have pictures now, or we have students now that, like, they don't want to take pictures, to be in pictures. They don't like to see themselves. And to try to have permanently, like, yourself on a screen looking back at you, feeling like you're being judged was, like, no one wanted to do that. And so, like, they would black out their screen, mute themselves. They would... You can only find so many funny backgrounds. Yes. Until it's just like, okay, we get it. We I look at each other. Ones. I remember uh, my favorite one was the cast of Tiger King. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that was oh, my speaking of Speaking of, that's a big milestone, I think, for Tiger everything King. we did. Yeah, but that was we, really a staple of the whole pandemic. We uh, needed that. <laughs> the I America think, needed Tiger King. And I think one of the important things we kind of did was we kind of shifted from that Zoom hangout idea where we were just like feeling like you're not really doing much. And we kind of shifted into SCS Live, which for oh us, like gosh. we started something new called yes. Simple Church Students Live on YouTube. Everything we hated about Zoom, we poured into making this a fun yes. experience. Exactly. So, so it wasn't yeah. dead or awkward. Yeah. Where Zoom was like isolating and weird and impersonal SCS live was supposed to be like a show for the students by the students and every week we had a bunch of students get to premiere in it and like star in it and we had a lot of giveaways we had a lot of clips where they have some fun things and then also we didn't introduce a devo bit in every single one that was really important yeah so not only was it fun, but we actually learned something, and we actually got to pass it off as a ministry thing because it's yeah. like, look, this is this is church. <laughs> it's just you know the way we're doing it right now. And man, I thought I think we were kind of before the time. Like, yeah, there were only a, a couple other people kind of doing the same thing, but wasn't anyone that we knew of in our area doing it at that oh, point? Oh no, but it was a whole lot of work to be like. It was more production value than we have ever had to put into anything. I mean, we were beat every Thursday. Every single night. Thursday, yeah, we yeah. were like, we're like, all right, we're finishing this right before we go to the convention center to record. Every single Thursday. We used every minute of spare time, and we were working weekends, but we didn't mind because it really was like super, super fun to put on. And also, the rest of the time, we would just it was either go and hang out and work on this, or it was go home and be lonely. Which yes, we have you. We both have families, but I mean, like you miss a lot of the people that we started just like not to see that we were used to seeing during. Yeah. What, what was, was your, your favorite? Oh, oh yeah. What? Same page. Same question. Yeah. What was your favorite uh, SES segment that we did? I think, so my favorite was had to be, so at one point we did a, uh, it was like Best Bob Ross or something like that. Yes. And so all of us, we like, we bought like a store, like wig afro, we had to record it. And so we would watch a Bob Ross video of how to paint. And when we did it with the most cheap 
and most like ineffective colors of paint like and then all of us even more than that had a handicap like yeah. you drew like someone had to use a giant brush and try to paint like beautiful mountains yours was uh clouds. what finger painting right? i had to do finger painting it looked <laughs> so bad and i hated it but it oh, was a man. lot of fun i want to do it again actually i do too it was man bob ross makes it look easy it's not easy to follow those things like i think my i didn't have a handicap i was the only one that like oh, just drew lucky. lucky and even then it's like man this is hard but uh that was fun i think my favorite has to be nerf for nothing though nerf for nothing was awesome oh we went around gosh. we went around and got like we had family sign up and we would take a vehicle and play capture the flag at your house for nerf yeah. for nothing the front yard or the backyard you have you have time to make a plan we would drive up sometimes like we'd park down the road and have people in the back of a truck and so like we'd ambush you all of a sudden and it was just Awesome. You were on high alert the whole day, though, because we only gave you like a 30-minute heads up. We're like, we yes. just hit this house. You're next. You have 30 minutes. Get Hide ready. the flag. We're coming for you. It was awesome. Like, we've had multiple requests to do that again, but oh, man. My it's favorite part of that, though, was not even a part of the, the whole shooting process. I remember it was like the first instance of COVID close to us. Yes. When, ev you know, you were hearing about it on the news, like the numbers were going up. It was crazy and everything. But the first time I remember somebody close to us getting COVID was uh, we were in the truck together. And I'm not going to say the person's name, but uh, uh, <laughs> we got a call and they're like, hey, one of you was hanging out last night with somebody that popped hot for COVID. And uh, just stay away. Make sure you're not near anybody. And the person was on the phone on speaker in the middle, like sitting in the middle seat of your truck. And we were all like. Uh, oh no! I guess we're done filming for the day. Cool. And that's it. We had to call those families and be like, "Hey, that ambush you're waiting for, it's not happening." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'd have to ambush you with COVID. Get ready. Anyway, we didn't actually have COVID out of that though. We got no, lucky we there. But anyway, that's again can't escape it. Can't escape it. Well, we've been doing pretty good. We really have. Um, well, well, I have. Yeah, you. I got COVID. Anyways, that was this year. I literally said a week before, uh, a couple of months ago, I was like, I knocked, I was, I was in Sunday. And I'm like, it's so weird that we kept meeting, we kept doing things, we mm -hmm. tried to try to do it safe and always outdoors and oh, stuff. Yeah. But like, I was like, man, and it's weird that I haven't gotten COVID. And I'm like, oh, knock on wood. That next Monday, I woke up and I'm like, oh, I'm sick. I think me, Justin, Robin, and Scott are the only four in the whole staff that haven't got it yet. Maybe that's weird. Now you yeah. know that. I don't know. That's weird. That I was thinking so about weird. it on the drive here. I was like, man, that's like a fraction of our staff. But uh, SCS Live was the best every Thursday and night. We built the set ourselves. I think that was something really cool because it was just enough time in quarantine that we were all – we'd all gone through like a little bit of depression, and we were like, oh, man, we just need to build something else. And so we built this set. We filmed everything ourselves. We talked to the right people, got cameras. It was – to you know, not to pat ourselves on the back too hard, but it no, was good production. professionally done. A lot of us worked on it together. It was like a team of at least eight people probably every week. Yeah. Anyway, it was awesome. And it was so the best. You can actually find that all on our YouTube channel on Simple Church Students YouTube. Which still up there. It's still there. So you can actually watch those past weeks. It was so much fun. We also have some of the clips broken down and across mm -hmm. the board. It's awesome. But, you know, like we really did innovate with tech. But one of the things that I think we I kind of found out like is that it's not really a replacement for in-person interactions, There's though. no replacement, right. 
like we, we created something called Nightlife very early in SCS Live to kind of partner with it. And we did something fun outdoors every single week on Friday nights with high school students just to go out and to do something. Like we went, like at one point, like we did not go canoeing. Uh, the, no, anyway. no more. <laughs> no, no more. And especially <laughs> close quarters riding. But anyway, we had like, yeah. we had outdoor movie nights. We had some food times. We had some games outside. That was just, we had so much fun during that time. It was really cool. It was the best. And man, I'm trying to think, even, I was still an intern then, mm -hmm. like, I remember coming to all of the nightlifes, I still didn't really know anybody in Louisiana, and we did everything from, like, field days at Brownlee, we did axe throwing, it was so much fun. And then the church as a whole really made a difference as well, like, planned out thought outside the box, there's a church that already doesn't meet in a regular location, Right. it was so cool, like, I loved the idea that we did with watch parties. That was such a good idea, and no church, I don't think, still has done that, we were, like, the first leading edge of that part, too, and it was a lot of fun, I mean, granted, let's be honest, some watch parties worked better than others. Yeah, so watch parties, for those who don't know, was, like, we have a lot of amazing business owners in our area. Like, yes. fantastic. People from, like, we have people in Tamales. We have people, like, in Johnny's. We had people everywhere. Bojacks. So Yes, Shane's. We had people, like, everywhere that were open to us watching the service at their restaurants. And so we'd go there, and we didn't have to go drive to food afterward because we're already somewhere we could eat. And it was so cool. It was the best. As student ministry, we started out with Johnny's. Yes, and uh, what happened to Johnny's, John, Jonah? Well, well, well so, so we kind of split up our student ministry, which already was kind of dwindling because of all the COVID stuff, and people don't hear about things. But we try to split it up in five different Johnny's locations. With Honestly, Johnny's is fantastic. I love them. All over the place. Yes, there, there's one always close to you. Mm -hmm. However, it was kind of sad because like we kind of split up our dwindling people like all across the board and so it kind of made us feel sad because we didn't get to see each other all together for a while it was a promise of community but then divided into a bunch of groups so we had to rethink that we did and we ended up in shane's which was complete student takeover it was a turnover top completely. to bottom like it we had people best. like probably around 40 people every single week 40 to 50 oh yeah and i'm talking we were playing just dance we were like doing super smash brothers and Playing Among Us, oh my gosh, how much do you think we played Among Us and Shane's? Uh, every week, probably every for week, months, like, I don't know. 12 games, it was the best. It was so much fun. We played Mao, I still don't get Mao, I'm trying to figure that game out. Patience and concentration, that's the rules of Mao. We'll don't Google it. it. Yeah, I won't. Anyway, uh, so yeah, and so we had those watch parties for a while, and then f until the point when we were actually officially coming back to the convention center. That's right. And so... There were a lot of ups and downs with it. Like, honestly, there were mass mandates, and there wasn't a mass mandate. Then there were mass mandates, and there wasn't. And then all the way until last week. This week was our first Finally got lit. Sunday yes. without masks, like a mask mandate at Convention Center, which you're still welcome to wear a mask if you, are. you wanted Absolutely. to be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's been a lot of ups and downs, and just, like, it's weird, but we're kind of like, I think, do would you say we're back to oh. full everything right now? I think we're better than before. I think we've taken a lot of stuff from what quarantine forced us to look at. It forced us to look at some things we needed to innovate. Uh, we need to be more health conscious about some things. And honestly, I feel like we're more connected to our students than we ever have been on so many different platforms. People that we really didn't get to connect with before uh, at the level we are now. They're a part of the ministry. They get a voice. And I really am more proud of what we're doing now than I think we were at the beginning. So I kind of like that word you just used, that innovate. Like, what do you think is the biggest... Well, let's go. Let's go reverse and then go positive. Well, what right. do you think? What do you think is the biggest thing that, like, what is a negative thing influence that COVID has taken with us that has in involved specifically students, middle school students primarily? 
Well, I think I learned because, like I said, uh, my experience before was second to none. And uh, during COVID, I learned that rather than creating something that they had to come to, if you just create a space for them to be where they are, uh, if you have life groups and events like where they are that they can attend, social media things that they can interact with, then they are so much more involved and are a part of the ministry than if you just create something that they're forced to uh, set time aside for and uh, basically force themselves into. Yeah, so like not really that negative, I think, but um, so like I was thinking about like some negatives, like what are some of the impacts that like, because there are some negative things from COVID, obviously, like other than just the health concerns, there are a few like negative impacts that we've seen on them. Like, for example, I think, so something I've seen in high school ministry is like, so we have students that one of the things that are important in middle school, high school, and even early childhood and even young adulthood Mm -hmm. is that social development. And what we did for the first time is taken like, honestly, one of the biggest things about school is that a lot of times it helps you to teach social development to students. Like they are having to interact with people every single day. And so like those are things that they'll take into college, they'll take to a workplace. And so whenever we removed that and put people so much online, I think a lot of times like it gave them kind of a cop out from social situations that they didn't want to be in in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so like a lot of students, like, like I kept hearing parents go like, man, they love school online. They love school online. You're like, well, yeah, but like, they're also like they're also really nervous about talking to people in general, and so as we've made it easy for them to get to escape that social interaction, it's kind of like easy to fall there. Be reclusive a yeah. little bit. You yeah. see that in middle school? Uh, definitely. I remember uh, coming back in person at the convention center. There was a big, big uh, learning curve to having to talk to students again because yes. you realize they haven't had to talk to a person looking them in the face for. God only knows how long. And um, some of my most outspoken and uh, extroverted students now, at the beginning of, like, the release of quarantine and everything, I would talk to them, and it was like I was screaming at them. It was like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, how you doing? They're like, oh, fine, uh, good. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. And Running. <laughs> yeah, and finally, like, shoot, I was worried I was going to have a, a MSM full of, like, of like scared people and I was it it was crazy but now uh it's been a lot better you see especially like and the good positive thing about it I think is that it kind of taught us a little bit about like the need for people is that like so I think one of the best things the very best thing that came out of COVID is just technical technological partnership and innovation yeah like as we learn to work on our social media work on YouTube work on all these areas that are reaching people that may have not been interacting with us otherwise right and but then like the other positive though is that it taught us the need for personal interaction. Right. So like meeting together on those Sundays, like if you're seeing someone face to face, that's why Zoom sounds like it should work. You're seeing someone face to face. Right. But you're just not around them. You don't get that like that quality time together. And so we got to see that and it kind of taught us to value that time with family, that time with friends and you feel on Zoom you feel the necessity to perform and put on a face but you don't have the intimacy that you get from social interaction in person and now that we're back at the convention center on sundays now that we're back at life groups we've got so much stuff coming up that we're involved in that you can be a part in person and you know if you still would rather stay and watch from a distance that's fine but we have got so many opportunities at the hsm and the msm for you to be a part of something in person, something bigger than yourself, and it's been—it's really good to be back. Opportunities you have, like you have bounce coming up during spring break, right? 
bounce i'm so excited for uh we're partnering at, with the msm uh we are partnering with an organization called bounce they do church planning but the thing that we're going to be doing with them is they do uh student disaster relief so all over uh east texas all over the place they do uh basically community rehabilitation where there's been flooding natural disasters and so we're going to nederland texas and we're partnering with the southern baptist church down there and they had a whole bunch of flooding. Your parents were actually uh, twice, not destroyed by the flooding, but they were definitely in the yeah, same. Yeah, our house flooded twice from Hurricane Harvey and the other one that I always get mixed up. I think it's a, a, a meld up maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, literally twice. And so like I know that process and I have so many friends that had to go through it too. Yeah. So all those people and then people that have even suffered worse than them uh, were going down there to do some hands-on construction, demolition, tile work, roofing. It's really, really cool, and it's. Uh, I think the way I'm spending it is an opportunity for, for families to get together and go down there as a team. It's only, you know, it's spring break anyway, so it's uh, Wednesday, March 9th through Saturday, uh, like the morning of Saturday the 12th, and we're going down there. We're going to get some. It's only w- us and one other church group for this uh, for this encounter, so normally there's like three or four, and all that means is we've got all the attention, all the leadership, like, focus on us. They're going to lead us in worship. They're going to be guest speakers. It's games. It's going to be so much fun. Now that's and I, cool. I couldn't be more excited about it. So um, if parents are listening and they want to be a part of that, it's going to be $75 per student. But because it's a family event and we're encouraging parents to be a part of it, uh, parents get to come for free. So That's really cool. It's really, really exciting. It's actually a really cool experience as well. I've been with the Yeah, you've done it, times. right? Yeah, it's been awesome. And yeah. so we did helped around Houston especially, like did that after Hurricane Harvey. Went yeah. like we had to, had to help pick out like a lot of trash, help knock out some walls sometimes. That is awesome my favorite. Stuff. Um, then also for high school ministry, this week's a big deal. We're doing uh, our summer break bonanza, which means we're launching all three of our big summer trips. And so first we have big stuff coming up in June. We have in July, early July, we have our senior mystery trip for our seniors. And then we have our Juarez high school family trip coming up in July, late July as well. So we're launching all that now. We actually, I looked today and I think we're about like 30 to 40% full for big stuff after three Good days. Good night. Like I hope, I hope I can get extra spots if we fill up. But I don't know. That's about great, that. dude. So that's and by the way, this is being made like the week before we launch it. So this is like, if we if you're hearing this and you're like, oh, my high schooler wants to sign up for big stuff, let's do it now. That's <laughs> great. Because yeah. those spots are going away. Um, and then like I know y'all are y'all just launched y'all's middle school camp, right? Oh, uh, we're launching it this Sunday. Okay. Our camp generate signups are happening, and we've got that all squared away. It's going to be so much fun. If you haven't been, to, you haven't been to camp generate. I've never been. No. Yeah, it happens at the Louisiana Tech campus, and it is so, so much fun. The um, the speakers they've got, the worship, uh, all the volunteers that they have to put on this camp have such a heart for Christ and young men and women of the church. And, man, I had the best experience last time. That is awesome. I also love big stuff and all of them as well. Like, yes. it's so cool. Um, you do not want to miss these experiences, especially for your high school students. Um, or middle school students. And middle school students. <laughs> so sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant, like, <laughs> Obviously, parents a lot of times aren't going to go to big stuff unless you want to be a leader. We'll take you as long as hey, we we'll have to do that background check and everything. We'll but you. we uh, we will love to have you there. Um, so anyway, thank you guys for listening to the parent podcast. We're just going to wrap it up, I think. But if you want any information on anything we've talked about, like coming from events and everything else, where do you find us, Blake? You can find us at our Instagrams, the MSM.TV, or the MSMTV, and uh, high school is the HSMTV. Our websites, you can find us at www.themsm.tv and, and www.thsm.tv. 
We are all over the place. We post all the time. We update our websites. If you want to call us, my personal phone number, that's right. We're getting personal. If you it's would on like, the website. It is, but, you know, I'm telling the, the parents, this is an exclusive. Do it. For everybody. <laughs> uh, my personal phone number is 850-460-5765. If you have questions, if you just want to, you know, play Game Pigeon, I can beat you at anything. Try me. Game Pigeon is something your kids might know about if you don't know about it. Ask, Ask your kids. Them. But anyway, also you can follow us on YouTube uh, from Simple Church students and find all those chat room and, sorry, all that SCS Live chat room is a segment of it. Um, stuff we've done in the past. We also had a podcast for a while called Chat Room. I forgot about that for a moment. We did. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Anyway, until next week, tune in for the Parent Stuff Podcast right here. Like and subscribe. Peace. Peace.